Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. We're back for another episode this week. Jillian, do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? I I can, yeah. I mean, usually you do it, but I'll... Um, oh, well, I'll do it. That's fine. I mean... So, <laughs> you just said you didn't want to. I didn't say I didn't want to. I just <laughs> said normally you do it. All right, well, I'll do it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, don't give me that look. So, this episode, um, we've, we're following up with, um, in the same vein as what we did last week. Um, for those of you who tuned in last week, we did um, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So we watched the animated version, we watched the live action version, and the live um, anniversary performance. Uh, we talked about them, compared the three, kind of um, discussed the, the things we liked, yeah, what we liked and what we didn't like really about all three. Um, and so this week, we have done Robin Hood. Um, now, obviously, there are plenty of iterations of there Robin Hood. There are a lot of adaptations of Robin um, Hood. There's plenty of shows, there's movies, there's probably plays out there that they've done um i would love to see a play with robin yeah robin there's even um for those of you who are like into comic books and superheroes um the green arrow and hawkeye are kind of similar vein i mean they're like they get called like robin hood yeah specifically the green arrow and specifically with the show arrow Mm -hmm. um i think they call him robin hood in that at one point just like as like like a a joke. joke yeah um they kind of like talk about how he's like Robin Hood, yeah. you know. Especially in the first couple seasons, robbing mm-hmm. from the rich, giving to the poor, that kind of thing. Right. Um, there's also um, the TV show Leverage ha- is a kind of twist on the Robin Hood legend of these outlaws robbing from the rich, giving to the poor. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a band of I, thieves. I'd say that one's a little bit more loose. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. You know, it's, a, it's another twist on it. It's a, yeah. it's a loose adaptation. Um which I love. We both love. We, and love we might we, we might, might talk about an, it. We I was thinking about it. About, I mean, we've we talked need to about finish. them before. We, yeah, we, I don't think we've done an episode about mm-hmm. Leverage, but we've definitely talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to finish watching Leverage Redemption because we haven't finished that yeah. one yet, but we've both seen the original show a Plenty couple of times. times. I mean, I don't think I've seen the whole thing through more than once, but I've seen certain episodes like mm-hmm. over and over again. Um and there's also, um, for those of you who watch it, there's, uh, the Robin Hood character is in Once Upon a Time. Yes. Um, he's, he, he comes, comes in, in season, uh, three, two. Uh, I think it's season two. Yeah. He comes in in season two, but we don't really we only, hear we only about his see story him, until later. We see him the first time. Yeah. The first time we see him is in season two because Neil comes back, mm-hmm. um, cause he's trying to get to Neverland. Yeah. So we, but we, he's, he's played by Tom Ellis the first time we yep. see him. Um, he's only in it for like. A couple of scenes. And That's why I didn't think time, about it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next time we see him, it's um, I I totally don't uh, remember. McGuire, something McGuire, right? Sean McGuire. Sean McGuire. Sean McGuire is the actor that plays him the second time we see him mm-hmm. until the end. So. And actually, Robin Hood is played by a third character, tech, third actor technically. Oh yeah. Um, I don't remember her name, but she plays. Um, Robin's I believe she plays. Daughter. No, 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 no. She's not Rob. Oh yeah, she is Robin's yeah, daughter. Yeah, because her name is Robin. Uh, yeah. Um. 
is played by the actress who plays um, Polly in Riverdale. Yeah, because I didn't watch. The Neither of us watched season, season seven. Um, anyways, I'm, I'll probably end up watching it in my rewatch just so mm-hmm. that I'll have watched it. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah, so we're talking about Robin Hood. Uh-huh. Um, Annika loves. Oh, I love Robin Hood. Medieval and Robin Hood. I. I I do enjoy medieval stuff, not as much as Annika does. I love it. Um, medieval warfare, though, is just, like, really intriguing. Yeah, I just have, I have this love, and I probably have talked about it before, I think. For period I've, stuff, I have a period love dramas, for period dramas. Specifically, yeah, period specifically pieces. dramas. Um, Downton Abbey is, like, one of my top three if favorite you haven't, shows. If you weren't aware by how many times she's mentioned it. Literally. Throughout our So many this. times. I've... <sighs> I, I've watched... I, I think feel I'm, like you try to work it into any episode. Oh, I definitely do. Just any, as much as you try and work in a lot of stuff, too. There, We both try and work in... as much as you try to work in Downton Abbey, though. Uh, we both try and work in quite a fair, fair amount of stuff. Um, it, there's just, you know, something about period dramas and, like, the... I guess, like, the... The, the outfit, the costumes. The costumes kill me the every hairdos. time. Although, I mean, we all know there are quite a few movies and shows that, that Yeah, there are some that don't do it well. I mean, I think most people will agree that there's... I think there's the one scene in uh, the Little Women movie from mm-hmm. a couple years back where there's a pair of Ugg boots in the shot. Oh, do you remember that? Yeah, it's it's when they're walking home from oh. school, I think, or from the church or something, and I it, it's either... It was either they they had her wear Ugg boots in the shot, or it was one of those it must, they didn't think they were going to be filming been, from the you know the legs it, like I, the full it body. It was probably the 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 later the latter. It's the whole. It's the same thing that happened in Gossip Girl in that shot with Serena where she's like wearing the dress and she's at like the fancy place, and then they they did a wide shot and she has like the sweatpants like half on. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of deal. Um, and things like that. It's usually I hope it's mm-hmm. usually because they don't realize They're that gonna the shoot shot that is going to be. Yeah, different. but anyways, anyways period, period pieces, uh, medieval stuff, it's really interesting Honestly, medieval stuff in general is just, like, really cool. Yeah, um, and so I was really excited to do this one because I love, I, I love the Robin Hood story in general. Mm-hmm. Robin it's, Hood... Honestly, it's a, it's a really good... Um, tale. Tale, yeah. Yeah, the Robin Hood story and King Arthur story. Those oh, two Anna are loves, my top two Anna favorite. Anna like, King Arthur. We, we, have, King we Arthur. definitely plan on doing an episode about it's King just, Arthur adaptations. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's a matter of... And if you guys want to comment on this, you can. It's a matter of should we do, like, King Arthur and his story or King Arthur and Merlin right. and that story. Because those are two different types of stories. Yeah, because there's ones that are just about King Arthur that they focus... They they mention, they might mention Merlin, mm-hmm. but they focus on King Arthur. And then there's ones that just focus on Merlin. Yeah, like... Um, the, and then there's ones that kind of have I think them both kind the of one, at the center. Like the... I think it's the... Tw- I want to say it's 2016 or 2017, the King Arthur Legend of the Sword... That one is Great solely movie. on Arthur, and they mention Merlin twice, I think, like very briefly. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends. So, um, so Robin Hood was a big contender, and I'm very happy we did it. Um, mm-hmm. So we watched three movies. Like, um, like just we like said, last there's time. many, many adaptations. Yeah, but we wanted to we get a variety, you know. Um, so I didn't want. We didn't want to watch. We were we were gonna do four, um, but we both agreed that. We were well, kind of... We were back and forth, but eventually I made the decision to just do the three mm-hmm. and pick one um, Also of kind of two. just like timing. We didn't all exactly. necessarily have the time to watch all of them before doing this yeah. episode. So um, we... We definitely need to plan better sometimes. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that we have opposite work schedules. We and do. I'm Our... in school for 
days out of the week. And I tend to work a lot of evenings. Mm-hmm. So, so it, just, it makes it harder to watch stuff together, which yeah. we like. To we, be fair, We try though, to watch stuff together before yeah. doing episodes just so that we can both. Yeah, to be fair, though, as long as I have notes, we're pretty good. Like, we're yeah. pretty okay. Um, so, like, I could watch something by myself, take notes, and we'd be fine. And I just... As long as I watch, watch it, it as well. We might have to start doing to do that, that at some point. Yeah. Depending. Um, and you can take little notes on things here and there. You... You'll, but I'll just take them I've and done put that them before. My... <laughs> I, no, I mentioned this last week to her. I took notes once. I don't remember. It was probably in our first season, I yeah. think. I took notes on something and I showed it to her. She's like, okay, give it to me. And she just took it and added it to hers or something. And I was like, gee, thanks. <laughs> it was just, it, you I know, don't need to remember what it was for. I probably don't even have it here's anymore. The, well, here's the thing also is like, it work. I think it works the way it does right now because there's one of us who focuses partially on the movie or show and takes notes then the other one is able to focus on the movie and add in those things that i don't Even remember if i am playing my switch half the time but you still remember a lot um i'm i'm good at watching the shows and playing mm-hmm. my game so it's um, fine so the three movies we've just done um is robin hood the original um animated one from 1973 um and then we did robin hood men in tights which we love Whoa. from 1993 and then um, Robin Hood with Russell Crowe from 2010. Yes. We were also going to do uh, the Taron Edgerton Robin Hood from 2018, I believe. Um, but we decided against it. The, it just, to me, it felt like the 2010 and 2018 versions were going to be too similar um, as more origin stories. Mm-hmm. So I just made that decision. Just we're going to do these three. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think that's one thing kind of going right into it. Mm mm-hmm. um, I think that the two live action ones that mm-hmm. we watched were both pretty much origin stories. No, because okay, so um, with the Men in Tights, Men in Tights that... wasn't an origin story because he was already Robin Hood. He was already Robin of Loxley. He was already oh, the Hood. That's true. Everybody already knew who he was. So with that's the three true. movies, we just watched it, and I'm already forgetting stuff. <laughs> so with the three, you kind of come into them at different times of the Robin Hood story, and they mm-hmm. all kind of focus on different aspects. Um, the 1973 one is a little bit more. Um, is a little bit more focused, I think, on. I want to say it's more focused on, um, like the Robin, basics. Yeah, on like Robin Hood, on Maid Marian, Prince John, and the taxing. Like I, that's I the biggest it's, part. It's kind of like what it is with a lot of the older animated Disney films, as they just like they hit all of the points straight on. They don't really elaborate. Yeah, exactly. Too much. They don't really expand a lot and we kind of talked about this with Beauty and the Beast is that you just kind of get the basic plot points and maybe a little bit here and there but not um very heavy yeah they don't go as much into the um they don't go very in depth into yeah which is fine for it's an animated film that's not usually how they go you know like an hour and a half yeah I think it was like an I want to say it was like an hour and 40 minutes or something Something like that. Plus, um, it was, what, it was longer seven, than I thought it was, actually. It was like the 70s, too. Yeah, it was 1973, so it, it didn't... It was like the early days, yeah. you know. Um, our, it's funny, because our dad had Still actually good, came Still home good. when we were watching the third movie, I think, and he was like, oh, you guys should watch the... Um, I want to say it's the Robin... I want to say it's the Robin and Marion one, or the Adventures of Robin Hood or something. The one with... Um, I want to say... Which, oh, I want to say it was... Um, oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh... 
Who Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Um, because he was like, that was one of the best ones. We didn't have a chance, obviously, yeah. but I have heard of it and I've seen parts, but I haven't seen the full yeah. thing. And a lot of people say that the Errol Flynn, mm-hmm. The Adventures of Robin Hood is Which one I would of love to best. watch that one too. I think my, I think a goal I have, and I'm going to write it down on my bucket list, is to watch all of the, as well, all the Robin Hood movies and shows that are available to me, right. I guess. There is one, um, that I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember me telling you this. There is one from the BBC. Honestly, it was BBC Four when they did it, or BBC Two, um, and it was the the Robin Hood show, and it only went on for no, I, think I think a you season. Did tell me about it. I think it was only a season, um, and I'm not going to spoil it like my mom did. So we watched it. She here's the thing. I had oh. watched the first couple episodes, and I hadn't finished it. She watched the full thing. This yeah. woman told me what happened in the finale. I got so I remember pissed. you I was telling like, me about it. it. I was so mad at her because I, I hadn't finished it. And I, I don't think... know why my head thought that it was Merlin that she told you the end of. No, no. She never watched Merlin all the way. She watched like the first like season. No. Okay. I do remember you telling me about this. Because I was not, so not, mad. Because you did tell me just recently about it. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me the whole like whole mom thing, but you, you told me before about mom spoiling it for you. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, it was like I cannot believe years it. Ago that you told it was, me that. I want to say it was like back when it was on it was back when it was yeah. i think on I, I was still in high school yeah and i was so mad at her i was like i cannot so you believe you just did that i was like 13 ish yeah like 12 13 probably at least. around there um but it was it was a big moment for me guys it was a big <laughs> moment in my in my career of spoilers and just not even caring at that point i was like i don't i don't care anymore i'm gonna spoil That's everything probably what what kicked it off yeah for i was you. like i was like well fine i guess i'm just gonna spoil everything for myself anyways I hate it so much, you guys. I, I hate I, when she sometimes, does it. Well, sometimes I unintentionally spoil things for people because what happens is I ask them, you know, about something, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know if I." They, and then she like, starts to tell them, and about they're like, it. "They're like, oh, well, I haven't seen that yet." And I'm like, "Well, you didn't tell me that. You just said you've heard of it, or you just say that you know about it." And so I start talking, not realizing that somebody hasn't heard it, and I just, oh, it's a whole thing. Uh, anyways, anyways, back on track here. <laughs> ADHD brain just going 100 miles an hour. So, um, as I said earlier, each one of these movies kind of takes place at a different time. Mm-hmm. They all have a different vibe. Um, obviously, 1973, 70s, it's a little bit... It's a little bit more... Well, they're all animals. Yes. We'll say that. that. Is one th- I, wa- I want to say ana- anamor- anapromorph- anapromorphic an- or something. Anam... And not animaniacs. <laughs> anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic, I think, is the right term. Because they, you know, they walk mm-hmm. like humans. They walk on two um, feet. Exactly. They wear so, clothes. Obvi- so there's, um, there. So it's Prince John, Sheriff of Nottingham, uh, Sir Hiss, Robin, Maid Marian, Little John, Friar Tuck, Lady Cluck, and then um, Alan and Dale, who is the narrator. And I didn't realize I didn't make the connection until we were watching the 2010 version that Alan and Dale is the the rooster who's doing the narration in the first mm-hmm. movie. And Alan and Dale's the one who's playing the um, the lute or the lyre or something in the in the, the movie. Lyre. Yeah, the the lyre. The lyre. In the in the 2010 version, that's him when he's singing. Uh, that's Alan. He calls him Alan, and I I heard uh, the name and I was like, I, I didn't like, think I on. caught that. Yeah, I didn't realize I had to look up all the names, and I right. was like, oh, Alan and Dale was the rooster. Okay, that's, that's right. Fun. I didn't catch that. Um, and here the so thing. It's a good thing one of us is doing the note taking. <laughs> and one thing, um that I, I like is that all three of the movies essentially have a consistent character. Like, right. they all have consistent characters. There's a few that switch here and there, mm-hmm. and there's a few that aren't in other like the, ones. Like, the same basic characters mm-hmm. are they there all have them. They all have Prince John, King Richard, 
um, the sheriff, sheriff Maid Marian, Robin, Little, Little John, John, Friar Tuck. Um, and I think they all have um, someone who watches over Maid Marian. Yeah. Sort of. Um, the third one doesn't really. Kind of iffy. Y- y- um, yes, kind of. Yeah. And then, of course, um, Will Scarlet is one that kind of is only in the last two. He's not in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan and Adele, I think, is only in the first and the last one. He's not. So, you know, they all kind of yeah. cross over. Um, and then there's like, and then there's Trigger and Nutsy who were in the, who were in the cast thing when it opens. And I was like, I don't know who these two are. They're there just the, the, the little vultures that are yeah, kind of there in the animated film. Yeah. Um, so one thing I did love and uh, the um, it's consistent between um, actually, I think it happens in all three. What? All three of the movies have narration of some type. So in oh the, yeah, that's true. So in the animated version. Um, Alan and Adele gives the narration in the beginning. In he's the playing end. his little, you know, he's playing his he little guitar. He does it at the guitar. end too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he even does it kind of throughout mm-hmm. a little bit. He has a few moments throughout it where he yeah. talks to the screen. And then obviously um, Men in Tights, it's a fourth wall break narration. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the group, the, the rappers, which we love. We love them. Well, even Robin does it himself a couple of times. He'll like break the fourth wall yes. and kind of like yeah. explain something. Um, and then... In the last one, Marion, I believe, is the one who's giving. Mm-hmm. She gives a brief narration, and they all have they all have a storybook. Yeah. Each one of them opens with a storybook, but the last one is more of the medieval, like just writing. Yeah. But the first two ha- all have storybooks, so they all open with narration. They all open with storybook. That's the one thing that's mm-hmm. consistent throughout all three. Um, I don't know about others, and I hope they all have similar aspects, um, which would be. <laughs> hilarious um and probably not though they probably don't all have it yeah no but it would be nice i, I would, would love it to would just be, see the consistent it like, would be it would be interesting to see an adapt like multiple adaptations of one story that mm. all have the similar yeah have there's like one thing that's consistent through all of them i mean te- other than like characters i was gonna say i was like i mean you got cinderella where it's, she loses something and the prince gives it back to her you know, yeah but always, that's like that's know, an entire know, part of the story i, I mean like like the narration, like opening on the storybook, if, yeah. they, if like there's something I mean, well, like that across. So the, I mean, you have, even with that, you even have like Beauty and the Beast. All three of them had stained glass and True. the um, bookend, like the storybook yeah. ends, those things. Um, so that was that was wonderful. Um, I feel like we've been lucky, yeah, to have that happen twice now. I know. Um, one thing I I noticed with the um, animated version is that weirdly, Robin and Peter Pan are very similar costume wise that's true green leggings green tunic brown belt sort of and the hat with the Mm -hmm. feather peter pan's an asshole though peter pan is an asshole and we all know this (laughs) we all know the story but we all know he's an asshole guys if you really think about it (laughs) yeah um so i I found that funny i had to write it down i was like that's weird he's dressed like peter pan i wonder i'm trying i don't i don't know which one came first but i i love the little i feel like Movie-wise, animated movie-wise, I feel like Robin Hood came first. I think so. Because just, like, thinking about the styles of the movie, I feel like, because Robin Hood feels more like... Early. You know, like, well, like, it feels more like, you know, like, it was drawn with pencil Mm -hmm. and then colored in, whereas Peter Pan is more computer animated. Am I wrong? Peter Pan... Was the animated one came out in 1953, 20 years before Robin Hood. Okay. <laughs> well, that goes to show what I know. 
<laughs> Maybe it's just they decided to do a different style. I th- yeah, I think it was then. just two different styles of work. See, here... Here I go thinking I know what you're saying. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I, was like I didn't think Peter Pan came, I didn't think Robin Hood came out first. I definitely was I, like, mm. I was assuming based on the way that the movies were done. You know what they say about assuming. Yes, yes, it makes an ass of you and me. No, it just makes an ass of you, that's Shut all. Shut up. Um, anyways. Um, so, that so, goes to show what I know. Really yes. nothing. Um, and then, also, something that I think they do it in um, Jungle Book, which is funny, is that the snakes always hypnotized. If yeah, anyone's ever I pointed, noticed that. I pointed this out when we were watching the animated yeah. one. Because he, Sir Hiss is just like being like, ooh. And I'm like, boy. I was like, how I can was you like, hypnotize? I was like, Annika, don't they do that in the Jungle Book too? Yeah. Also, it's funny because for some reason, every time Sir Hiss was in the movie, I kept drawing, I kept drawing similarities to um, El Enchanted. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah, makes sense. Um, it, let well, me just in say though, Enchanted, it's, it's like Heston. Yeah, let me just say though, justice for Sir Hiss, he was abused and belittled throughout the entire movie. He yeah. was tied into knots. Yeah. I hated it. I genuinely, I was like, I was like, come on, he's he's not too bad. He's just he's just trying to protect his prince. Come on, guys. I was I like wrote it down. I was just like abusive Hiss, poor Hiss, drunk Hiss. Like I was so frustrated with it um and one thing it's um that they similarity with this one and um the uh, men in tights and it happens in i think it i think it happens in the 73 version twice is that they dress up like women yeah both times as no i pointed that out um and then it only happens in the uh men in tights once but mm-hmm. it, it does happen at the archery contest yeah um and it's funny because, like I said earlier, they all come at different points, right, mm-hmm. in the story. Um, with this one, with the 1973, everyone pretty much already knows who Robin Hood is. You know, he's a good guy. He's serving the people. He's a legend. The prince hates him. King Richard is, you know, has his opinion whatnot. Um, and uh, And then you have, like... He, that one he already knows made Marion. Mm-hmm. He, they're already in love with each other, but they, you know, they don't talk. They don't see each other, right? Um, and then you have the Men in Tights version where he is still, he's already a legend. He's never met the prince. He's never met the king. Or no, he's never met the prince, but he's met the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's never met, met Marion. Um, and then you have, I know, I saw. <laughs> we, we both. made Marion. There we go. And then you have the 2010 version where he's, um, and actually, I'm going to wait because I, I want to delve into that one okay, more. Um, but so they all come into different parts, right? Um, but one thing that's really consistent throughout it is that Prince John in every single version is a dick. Every single version. <laughs> and although in the first one, he's more of just this big baby, really. Yeah, like, he's yeah. just he's just kind of a gullible baby with mommy issues. Like Honestly, let's... in Men in Tights, he's... He's more of just like he's more just there. He, he's more of just kind of like in over his head. Yeah, in, and in like a certain. Here's sense. the thing: I don't hate him in Men in Tights. Like I genuinely I think part of that is because it's like it's a comedy movie. Yeah, so, so I'm they're just kind of like oh, okay. They're, they're amping up the comedic. Yeah, which honestly, he's one of my favorite parts about the movie because he's just so ridiculous. He's got a mole that moves. Oh my gosh, the mole! Um, but also, I think part of the like the babiness and the mommy issue part in the 1973 version is due to Hiss because you can see Hiss like you know Mm -hmm. manipulating Prince John essentially um and doing his best to try and protect him from Robin and Little John um and okay I had to I had to write this down because I thought about it because when they introduced the sheriff 
he was in it and he had his moment and I kept just like squinting at the TV because I was like why does he sound familiar and it's not the actor that sounds familiar it's the fact that and you probably don't recognize this because you've only seen clips from the movie for some reason he sounds exactly like um uh which who is it it's uh I'm just singing the song in my head to know who I'm thinking of uh uh I want to say it's Judas in the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor oh. Dreamcoat when they have they have a moment where they do like this like country wailing song and he sounds exactly like him and I like I kept laughing to myself I was like why does he sound so familiar and I realized it's just this like this twang he puts on his voice and I was like that's really weird that he sounds so familiar and I wrote but I just wrote down amazing to, to color DC that's all I wrote amazing to color DC because yeah. I was like I didn't want to write the whole thing yeah, yeah shorthand yeah you know but I just it made me laugh every time he came on screen that's I was like I funny. cannot take him seriously but then again you really you're can't not, take so you're him not seriously. Su- you're like, you're not supposed to take the sheriff seriously. In I any of like. the three, actually. In every version that we watched, he was kind of just, like, a goofball. He was kind of just there. Yeah, because in this one, he did not take his job as seriously as he could have. I mean, he literally... He's literally the reason that the prison break happens mm-hmm. in the end of mm-hmm. the movie, because he's just not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um and I love it. I love that throughout the entire movie, you can just tell that everyone just loves Robin. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one who doesn't like him is, like, Prince John and the sheriff. Like, they're right. just like, ugh. But everyone loves Robin. And, it, like, the... It's one of those things. He's very much... They, Robin Hood should always very much be a people person. Oh, yeah. Always. A man... You know, he's supposed to be like a man of the people. Yeah. No matter what he's in, uh, he's always that man who... He needs to, you know, be good with, with crowds, good mm-hmm. with one-on-one interactions, good with... I, personally for me good with children you know i feel like robin hood should be good with children just Mm -hmm. you know yeah um and then uh and i feel like we see that in all three adaptations yeah and there's because there's a point in the animated version where the sheriff goes into the house and he takes the money from the kid Mm -hmm. and robin goes in and immediately the kids are like yeah robin Robin." and he gives the kid his cap and he gives him a little bow and arrow and i was like sweet cutest thing in the world those those little are they rabbits i think so they're the cutest stinking kids in the world oh my goodness goodness. um and like the scenes between them and maid marion and lady cluck let me just say lady cluck best scottish wing woman ever literally a wing woman actually (laughs) <laughs> lol <laughs> lol um just like i think because i think she says ah she goes ah and yeah, i was like i was yeah. like hey that's scottish i know what that is and i loved it um and i think this because this is the only one that we watched where marion and robin already knew each other and so they still carry a torch for each other after mm-hmm, all these mm-hmm. years you know um i don't think do they say how long it has been since they've seen each other i don't think so not that i remember i'm gonna go with like five years at least i i feel like it's definitely been, been a while a while since they've last yeah. seen each other um it, it if somebody knows if somebody knows how long it's supposedly yeah i don't know if they been, say i can't remember please let us know um, i like to know these things yeah and then um my my favorite part of both um this robin hood and then men in tights um is the archery competition mm-hmm. We knew it was coming. I was pretty, like, I was pretty sure I'd seen clips from it years ago that I didn't remember because I haven't, we haven't watched the, the animated, animated one in years. Long time. Probably I've, since I was a child. Yeah. After this time, I've watched it now twice. That's yep. it. Yep. Men in Tights, I've watched several times. Yes. 
And, and the, that's one of those movies because it was made in 93. 93. It's uh, Mel Brooks is mm-hmm. the guy who was behind it. You uh, could not do it today. Yeah, there are several of those jokes. Oh, yeah. Do not hold up And well. I have them down. We'll, we'll talk. Um, but it's one. It's also one of those movies that I feel like it's one of those movies that like you had to have seen it early. Growing up, in, yeah. Like, growing up to... Appreciate it. To appreciate it, yeah. Because like, if people were to watch it today mm-hmm. for the first time, they'd, they'd be, be like, like, oh, wow. What? Yeah, there's a but lot of things that's for just us, kind of... we were cracking up laughing. Every time. Um, Even our dad was laughing. Yeah. I don't know, I know if okay. he'd seen it before, though. I don't think so. But he's um, also... Yeah. 12-year-old boy humor. So. Literally. Um, but the, the championship archery tournament is in both movies. Um, and in both ones, he has a very similar wardrobe. Mm-hmm. It's the big hat, the, you know, the kind of mask. Like a like, fake nose. Yeah, because in the, in the animated one, he has, like, a fake, like, beak on. Yeah. And then in the other he, one... I think he's supposed to, like, look like a stork. Yeah, and then in the other one, it's uh, a fake beard and nose. Yeah, he's supposed to, like, kind of, like, look like an like old, an man. old man. Um, and so I really liked it in both versions. I think... Obviously, I like men in tights more with just in general. I mean, they do break the fourth wall, so. Yeah. Um, and I have, yeah. Um, and, of course, at the end of this one, actually, in all three? I think in all three, he's, Robin is essentially sentenced to death. In all three. Or, he's threatened with death in the third one. Mm-hmm. But in the first two, he's sentenced to death. Um, which is, like, I guess consistency. Why not, right? Um, obviously he doesn't die. I mean, he gets put in, like, the the stockade thing in the... In the that was just because he was... He that, yeah, said that was the truth, you know? War um, and I... Let's let's be real. I didn't pay attention to, like, the last, like, 30 minutes of this movie. Of which one? The animated one. Because here's the thing. I was expecting it to be a lot shorter than it was. <laughs> I enough. For me, I, I don't know why, but my idea was that it was ending after robin and marion got engaged like yeah, after that happened yeah. i was like i was like oh cool and then it kept going i was like wait there's no, more i remember she was like wait i forgot there was more yeah she, and like, there was like 30 she, like, more minutes the time and we're like we were both like oh, oh. there's like still a half hour left. I'm, I'm just so used to the older animated movies i feel like they're normally like an hour tops like i feel like they're really short you know i feel like we think they're that Maybe. long but then when we actually watch them we're like oh this actually is an hour and a half yeah because well i feel like you need to have at least an hour and a half to tell a good story. Mm-hmm. At least an hour and a half to be able to tell a good animated story. Yeah. Sometimes you can, you you know, sometimes you need longer depending mm-hmm. on the story. But, but like most children's hour movies and a half are 90 least. minutes and that's it. Yeah. Because kids can't sit for that long. You know, no. it's, it's very hard. Trust um, me, I've seen Even it. I can't sit for that long, guys. I, I see it many plenty of mm-hmm. times at the movies. Yeah. I do find it funny, though, that with the with Robin being sentenced to death in the animated one, it's resolved so quickly. Very quickly. Just, like, immediately, like, oh, never mind, it's fine. And I was like, oh, oh okay, that that's fine. Um, and then, of course, there's the prison break that happens, which, honestly, pretty it's very, executed. It was executed like, very well. I love my... The best part of the entire movie is... Throw, is getting up into the tower where Prince John is sleeping. Uh-huh. The rope goes down, yep. comes back up, and they're just... It's just it's going. It's like a conveyor system. It's like, like, it's like, a, well, like a, a ski, ski lift. lift yeah. yeah, where it just goes around. It and just like, goes around, and they, he attaches the bags up in the tower, mm-hmm. and then it goes down into the jail, mm-hmm. and then the rope comes back up, you know, so you can keep attaching Loved it. more. Love and it. And he, he ties those on there very quickly and efficiently. I mean, hey, he's probably had years of experience. Just saying. Like, it, it makes sense. Um, and then, of course, uh, I think at the end of this movie, at the end of it, 
um, we get King Richard back, mm-hmm. um, and everything kind of is resolved in a pretty decent way. Robin and Marion get married. Um, King Richard is back on the throne, and then Prince John, Sir Hiss, and the sheriff are um, do like the clean. They're essentially like in in like what is it? Um, community, community service, service essentially. You know, they're cleaning up, breaking rocks or something. I think. Yeah. Which I find kind of funny. Um, and also, my favorite thing is that Sir Hiss. His costumes are always just, like, it literally looks like they just tied something around his neck and that's yeah. it. Like, it's just there. Or, actually, no, when he when he gets in the basket and he curls himself up so he's, like, leaning on oh, elbows. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was really cute. funny. I, I was really like, I was that. like, I love that so much. Um, there wasn't, here's the thing. I feel like there wasn't a lot of story, necessarily, in the animated mm-hmm. one. Like I said, yeah. they, they just hit the basic yeah. plot points, get you from one to the next. Yeah. There's a little bit of information sprinkled throughout here and there just to kind of understand where the characters are at but for the yeah. most part it's just the basic story which mm-hmm. is fine for an animated film that's aimed at children mm-hmm. you know because most kids don't aren't able to comprehend yeah. like the huge big things big like the story existential plot. crisis stuff, yeah you know? um, I mean some kids are smart yeah but you know yeah. they also their attention span isn't the greatest always mm-hmm. so and then there's men in tights now men in tights like we said you ha- if you had not watched it growing up it's really hard to like just watch it for the first time because mm-hmm. you're like okay take a yeah. step back this is too much like and it's it's, it's supposed to be a satire yes. as well like it's um, supposed to be a satirical comedy yeah. about robin hood and for example sheriff of nottingham in the originals is now the sheriff of rottingham mm-hmm. okay that doesn't give you an indication. Can't tell you anything else, guys. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, there's, there's a character in it named Latrine. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also a chew and a sneeze, um, which I love. Love They're them funny. both. Um, and <laughs> a chew is... No, a sneeze? A chew. A chew. Is actually played by Dave Chappelle, which I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I didn't remember because yeah. I don't think I'd ever really looked at the cast yeah. list for it. But... And if you don't know this, I'm surprised if you've seen the movie that Carrie Yule's is Robin love Hood. of my life. I swear. I mean, I have a lot of loves in my life, but he's number one. I swear. He's awesome. Um, if you don't know, he's uh, in Princess Bride, mm-hmm. which is like Annika's favorite movie of all time ever. Never anything else. Only that one. I swear. So she loves him. I love him in both. And I also love that he has like a goatee in both movies, mm-hmm. which is pretty, pretty consistent. It's I very guess. subtle in Robin Hood, though, isn't it? No. His goatee is literally just, like, right here. He's just constantly I, stroking why it. Why am I picturing it not... Never mind. Okay. It's late. Yeah. Um, so, with this one, this is the... The intro is... A nar- the narration is a rap style. Um, so, it's, I think, four background dancers and the main guy rapping. Mm-hmm. They're all dressed um, up like Robin Hood. Yeah, and they're given their little... Their intro. They're giving you the, the background of Robin Hood before we meet him in mm-hmm. the story. Yeah, and so this one takes place essentially in the middle of his, like, outlaw career. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been fighting in he's, the he's, crusade. Yeah, he's back from the crusade. He's, um... He's come home to, um... Lost everything. Yeah, he's come home to... Is it... What's... Oh, to England. Yeah. Um, to England because, and you know this, if you, in case you didn't know where he was going, they have the Hollywood version, they have the Hollywood sign that says England on the as cliffs. Soon as, he, as soon as he lands, because he, he swims 
all the way home from, uh, Jerusalem, from Jerusalem to England. To England, and so as soon as he gets up on the walk, the first the shore, thing you see is just England. Looks like the Hollywood sign. Love it. Um, uh, was it? And um, of course, in this one, because in the original, in the animated one, you just know him as Robin Hood. That's just what he's called. In this one, you get his background, which is that he's Robin of Loxley. Um, and he, they, his family owns, I think, just Loxley Hall is Loxley what it's Hall, called. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I actually wrote best prison break ever on both of these, on both <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights and yeah. Robin Hood. No, this one is the best prison break ever. I'm sorry. It's, it's honestly, it's pretty fun. It is. If you hadn't seen it, like it's, it's great. Um, and if you don't pick up on it, um, there's camel racing that happens mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. in the foreground. Like the, you know, they're supposed to be like jockeys on a horse, yeah. but it's camels. It's so cute. Um, oh, is it? Um, you know, he gets to England. Um, of course, he's trying to come back to Basically just get his, home. His family, you know? yeah, yeah, he wants to see his family. He wants to be home. Um, and the first thing that happens when he gets back to England is that he gets in a fight. He's trying to rescue a Chu, who's the son of a sneeze, who helped him escape the prison. Um, and one of the best parts of that entire fight scene... Well, there's two best parts, which is um, the air pump shoes. Yes. Perfect. And the six arrows fired at once. Yes. Which I think there's... I think there's one of those videos of, like, the guy reacting to, like, um, archery. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he reacts to men in tights, but I, I would love it. I don't think so. Because that is, I know it's unrealistic. If you haven't seen the movie, it's one of those things where he pulls it out of the quiver and he just unrolls it and they're all like <laughs> attached to each other. And then he and lines then it he up. And he fires it. And they and all go they different all, directions. Like, they separate and they land perfectly like two in, on the, the guy's shoulders and then like two in the sides and like one right above his head, Yeah, I think. it's perfect. Um, which is kind of like unrealistic, unrealistic but perfect but for the movie. perfect for the type of movie that mm-hmm. it is, yeah. Um, and if, and so for this one, um, the characters are pretty much all the same. Um, there's obviously there's some newer characters. Yeah. So there's of course, of course there's Robin, Prince John, Marion, Little John. Um, this one has Will Scarlet. Yeah, this one has Will Scarlet. Um, and then there's also a Chew, a Sneeze, Blinken, who is his blind man servant, which we'll get into Blinken in a minute. <laughs> um, and then of course you have the Sheriff of Rottingham. You have Latrine. Uh, the king, well, the king, king, king Richard, Richard shows up at the later, end. Um, which is like they're all instead gold. of uh, Friar Tuck, you have the rabbi, yeah. Rabbi Tuckman, yeah, right? Rabbi Tuckman, which is Mel Brooks actually. Um, that whole bit, the whole bit with Rabbi Tuckman is the best thing ever. Um, and so you you have similar characters, of course, um, but you have the new ones which add to the story. Really, um, Blinken. Blinken's hilarious. Um, hey, Blinken. Did you say hey, Blinken? No, I, I, I didn't, didn't say, say hey, Blinken. Blinken. I, I said hey, Blinken. Blinken. Best lines in the movie. And half of the, a lot of these lines, it's the delivery, which makes them funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and one of the best, like, throwaway characters, um, HMR Blockhead, <laughs> who is the tax collection agency that takes Robbins home. Uh, Love it. This bits. movie has a lot of like the like the uh, anachron- anachronistic yeah um, funny like yeah bits in it. So there's that. Then there is where they they send a they send um, a message. They they fox him. So they they get a little fox named Mickey through yeah. twelfth uh, century twelfth century fox, which is just which is the oh, company. So funny. Um, 
And um, with Blinken coming into the story after, so Robin, you know, saves a chew, they get away from there, and then they go to his family home, which is taken from him. He sees Blinken, they reunite, and with that, he is um, given the key to the greatest treasure in the world, which we will talk about in a minute, okay? <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that, I promise. Um, but with, like, Blinken and all of that happening is when we're first introduced to the Sheriff of Rottingham. Um, I love him so much, but Jeez. I hate him at the same time. Because he's just so ridiculously goofy, but so perfectly goofy. Right. Like, so it just... Again, he's one of those characters that you're not supposed he to makes take me think. Honestly, he makes me think a lot of um, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. In yeah. that, like, you're not supposed to love him, but you're also not supposed to take him seriously. You know, like, he's he's just... He's supposed to be that one that's, like... Doofenshmirtz is way better, though. Oh, 100%. But he's that character that, like, he's supposed to be the evil one, but in reality, you're like, okay, you're kind of hilarious. So, this is this is fine. I don't know if I put Doof... You know what I mean, level, though. though. They're not on the same level. I just mean they're very similar in the way similar that their characters vibes. are written, you know? Just how they go. I guess. Don't... What? You just were saying that because you've been watching Phineas and Ferb the last, like, two weeks. I have been on Phineas so and just, Ferb. So just, no. Um, it's coming back, guys. I know, it's coming back. Um, but anyways, you know, we're introduced to Sheriff of Rottingham, um, but also a little, little bit in here, um, there's a kid that comes running down the hill, right? Oh, yeah. Screaming. Annika loves saying this. Well, I have to. <laughs> it's so perfect, because I, it was such a big moment for no reason whatsoever. Um, when I was, I want to say I was, like, 14, and I went to this little, like, week-long summer camp type of deal. Um, it was at this college, and there was a guest speaker who came in to talk to us, and his name was Cor- Corbin Allred. And I was kind of like, okay, this, he's cool. He's awesome. Find out during this panel that he was this kid who's in the Men in Tights movie. I just about lost my damn mind. I was like, okay. I got a picture with him. I love it. And it was the best. I was freaking out. And so every time I see the movie now, I'm like, oh, I know him. I've seen him before. I got a hug. It was great. And I think I brought it up to him. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that you'd seen the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love it. Because um, I feel like that's one of those movies where, like, if you're a side character, you don't get recognized, you uh-huh. know? Um but you, it's like if you're a side character in a movie, like, I think a lot for a lot of people, mm-hmm. extras, they don't expect to be noticed. But joke's on you guys because I notice all of the extras. <laughs> I know what I've seen them in before. It is it is true. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, I, like, if you're in a commercial and I see you in an episode of something later, I know what commercial you're in. Like, it's just yeah. really quick. Um, but yeah. So you meet the Sheriff of Rottingham and his soldiers who ride up on them playing the trumpets on their on their hands. Yeah, they're not playing actual trumpets. It's, it, it's, it's so funny. Oh, it's, they do it a couple of times, I think, in the movie. Yeah, which or is, maybe it's just that. I scene. think it's just that one. It's it when they're riding up and then when they're riding right, away. Right. Um, and he's so he's so bumbling in the in the whole movie. He he, he, he mixes up his words all the time. Was it um you you oh, see, he you dared to to kill a king's dare, dare. and then he like. Has this moment where he's like, you can <sighs> see on his face that he knows he messed and up. And so he goes, you, you dared, dared to kill a king's deer. And then, of course, there's the, over that boy hand. Hand over, over that, that boy. boy. Just, like, so, the and that's, delivery. That's consistent throughout and the movie And it's the entire thing. And, like, the, it's just, like, the way he delivers it, really, mm-hmm. that just makes me laugh every time. And, of course, then 
Robin his, bets his in, him. Yeah, and then, of course, his introduction leads us into Prince John's introduction. And, okay, Prince John is... He's another one of those characters that you're not supposed to take him seriously. No, you're really not. And like I, like I mentioned, is that he's... I feel like his this version, it's supposed to feel like he's way in over his head. Oh, yeah. And that he's trying too hard, or he he thinks that he's doing fantastic mm-hmm. when he's really not. Yeah, you know, he's just kind of there. Like, he's just filling in for King Richard because mm-hmm. he's gone. Um, and with, you know, with seeing Prince John and his mole, which moves, every which shot is, he's in. Every moves. shot, it's in a different spot on his which, face. And it's so funny because they mention it later and he just goes, I, I have, have a mole? mole? Like it, like I think at the end it's like on, on his the, forehead. on his forehead, yeah. yeah. Um, and with um, Prince John, we meet Marion, um, and our first shot with Marion is her. She's in the tub, and she has like this gorgeous, luscious, long, like red curls, like gorgeous. And she's brushing her curls, yeah. And um, and she's singing, and her her bathtub is one of those class. It, it's one of my favorite types of bathtubs that I've seen in things, which is, like, the shell type of shape. Mm. And it's, like, pure white and just gorgeous. And um, she's brushing her hair while singing about yep. finding love. Yep. And, you know, the <laughs> camera zoom, you know, the shot, it's, like, zooming, zooming in. In the middle of her singing, you hear a crash. And, and then the it looks over and it shows a camera. On the, it shows busted, the dolly operator camera is just there. Busted through the stained glass and then it slowly backs away. <laughs> and then she keeps singing like nothing happened. And I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That's um, another one of those fourth wall break yeah. moments that happens um, And with Maid Marian, we're introduced to another character known as Broomhilda. Now, Broomhilda is the Lady Cluck character. Um, Broomhilda is obviously very German. Obviously. Very, very German. Um, and with them, we are introduced to the greatest treasure in the world, which is Marion's Everlast Chastity Belt, which no way in hell they would be able to put that into a story today. No. Ever. And the fact that the key that Robin has is to her virginity. Just... It's <gasps> very... Every time they show it or every time they mention it, I cringed. I was like, oh, I forgot about this. Like, sort yeah. of, I, like, I kind of block it out sometimes. Um, but it does lead to a pretty hilarious moment in the end. So that's, yeah. that's fine. Um, but it's a whole thing. And again, I feel like, you know, we're not supposed to take it seriously. No, Because it's not. a satire. So it's like, it's supposed it's to supposed be. It's supposed to be that, the take on like the, um, the fair maiden locked away. Yeah. You need rescuing type yeah. of deal. Which... I mean, it works for the way they do the movie. Um, and then with all of them, you know, we have we have Broomhilda, Marion, Prince John, the Rottingham, and then um, we go back, or actually I think we meet Marion and Broomhilda first, and then we meet Prince John, because with Prince John, we're led into Latrine. Oh, true. And so with Prince John, there's the moment between him and the sheriff, which is when you really realize that you're not supposed to take him seriously, because... The sheriff tells him, like, hey, I have bad news. You need to hear this. And he's like, well, oh, don't I don't want bad, bad news. news. I don't like bad news. tell it to me in a funny way. And so he does. Um, and, of course, it's just no bad. Like, it, it was terrible news. He Why was, are you laughing? Yeah. Uh, which What's is wrong so, with you? Which is so funny. So it's very obvious, very clear. You're not supposed to take the two of them seriously. Yeah. Um, and with, and also, and I mentioned this, and actually, no, I'll get into that in a minute. Um, with these two there's that moment of Prince John being like, we need to figure this out. We need to know what to do. 
So then we get to we get introduced to Latrine, who's really not like a big character, but she's in it a few times. Yeah, so I, I take her I take her as like a as a pretty central character. Um, Latrine is um, you think she's the, like a witch, but in reality she's just a cook, which is pretty accurate for the way cooks react to people. Like just her being like, I don't know, just do it yourself. Like yes, I work in the industry. I can tell you that's exactly <laughs> how they are. Um, and she has a cardboard cutout of the Sheriff of Rottingham in her closet. Because she's in love. And the best part about that cardboard cutout is its faces change. Yeah. There's, like, it starts out kind of smirky, and then she gets all lovey-dovey on it, and it cuts away, and then it cuts it's back. Like and he has like this, Yeah, it has, like, this... Oh, it's so funny. Um, and so we, we have all the royal characters, right? We've met all the royal characters, the ones living in the castle, and then it cuts to um, the forest. Back in the forest with Blinken, Robin, and Achoo. Um, and they, their little, like, traipsing through the forest leads us into our two new characters, which is Little John and Will Scarlet. Or Will, Will Scarlet, Scarlet Um, Two of the best characters in the entire movie. So funny. Um, and when you watch it, if you haven't watched it yet, you'll realize that, print, that Little John is the dad from... Good luck, Charlie. Yeah. Love Bob him. Duncan. <laughs> love him. Did you say love Duncan? I said Bob Duncan. I thought you said love Duncan. I was like, his last name's Duncan, not his first name. Yeah, I thought you were being I silly. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, so, yeah. So, we meet those two, and it has the best quote in the entire movie, which is, <laughs> a, a toe is a toe, and a row is a row. We don't get no toes. We don't eat no rows. <laughs> I made that myself. Like, it just... Oh my gosh, the so whole good. the whole bit. There are so many quotable lines in that movie. Mm -hmm. Um and like the the comedy the comedy is great, but the fight scenes are pretty hilarious too because you're not supposed to take any of the movie seriously, right. essentially. Especially the fight scenes. The fight scene in this one, in this specific area, is the bridge fight. So of course they have their big staffs that they're supposed to be fighting with, Robin and John. And they, they do the thing where they hit it and like they one tilt so they make like an x and they hit it in the center and they do it like two or three times and then and they break, break in it. half and so then they switch so to they, one piece so then they throw one piece away and then do they it keep again going. and it breaks again and, and they get down going. to like this little tiny it's like probably like less than like 10 inches at least and so and, they're like holding it and, and he's they're like whacking his hand with it and it's and so funny knocks and then, him off the bridge it's the best part and then so funny um and then john introduces him to will um, and Will is great with daggers. Wonderful with daggers. And I don't know why, but every time I see that him in this, I think of uh, Avenjogia. Yeah. Which, mm -hmm. like, if they ever did a remake, he'd be the, the perfect. Hair. Yeah, he'd be the perfect one. It's the hair is. Beautiful. I mean, they're not going to do a remake. Oh this no, one. no, 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 no. They never have to change so much of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they probably wouldn't be able to get away with it in general. Yeah. No. 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 Um, but he's like all of the characters up to this point are just fantastic. Like they do a good job of kind of weaving them all into mm -hmm. the story. And like of course they, you got the Merry Men, which are pretty, yeah. pretty funny too. And one thing I love the, I think the thing I love the most is that each of the characters introduces you to a new character. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we meet Robin and then a sneeze introduces him to a Chew. And then through a Chew, he gets to Blinken. Right. And, you know, it's just kind of like this effect, which I love. It worked really well. So with, um, with, uh, who is it? Um, with Will and Little John, um, they lead us into the party that's happening at um, the, the 
castle. Mm-hmm. I never know if I should call it a castle or a palace. I think it's a castle. I feel like, what's the difference between a castle and a palace? I don't know. I don't know. I always, maybe I'm thinking of, because there's, like, Buckingham Palace, and then right. there's, like, Hawthorne Castle, you know, like. Well, I think that this is a castle. A castle. It's like the, just, the brick and mortar. Yeah, and I just never know what the difference the moat. is. Does it have, I don't know if it has I don't know if it has a moat. What I do know is it has valet parking for horses. Yeah. Like, best thing they could have put in the movie is just like they take the horses and they put these it's like this it's a metal rod that's like it's like an arch an arch and then it has like a bar and they put it over the horse's neck and then they push it up and they lock it and i was like okay i was like all right why not um and so of course you know you have all everyone's at the party prince john king uh sheriff marion and from from hilda of course, Marion doesn't want to be there, but she has to be. Mm-hmm. And I think the pr- a pretty, like, cool... Like, a pretty interesting part that they put in is when she's walking in, every single person turns to watch her. Mm-hmm. Every, But it's not even in a good way. M- mo- the majority of it is, like, the guys, like, turning their heads and, like, watching her ass as she's walking in. I'm like, guys, come on. She's a maid. She's a lady. Just let her be, you know? Um, and with this, this is the first time that Marion and Robin meet, I yeah. believe. Um, but it also gives us one of the best, um, moments, confrontation moments, which is between Robin and the sheriff when they're, you know, going off and they're insulting each other. Challenges Robin to a duel. And Robin, of course. Well, because the sheriff does a whole glove slap on the face (laughs) thing. So Robin goes, okay. And so he just picks up this, uh, like suit of armor glove and just whacks the sheriff across the face every time it kills me. I think Dad got a kick out of it, too. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, it was so funny. Um, because, of course, you know, Robin busts in. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm here to let you know that I'm taking over this town, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's mine He's like, now. I'm taking it back. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the rest of the his crew walks in, and they help him fight. Um, and he essentially tells them, like, don't worry. We'll be back. This, you have not seen the last of us. Mm-hmm. We're coming back. Just, just you wait. Um... And so we get through the whole party, and him and Marion have their little moment where it's like, do you believe in love at first They're sight? They're clearly fallen in love. You immediate. Know? And it's, it's the trope of, like, love at first sight, immediate infatua- infatuation? Infatuation with somebody, which is pretty accurate for, like, those kind of movies and those mm-hmm. kind of stories. Um, and so they all get out of there. Um, and essentially, um, little John has been tasked with gathering men for Robin's fight, you know, which Who is the Merry Men. The Merry Men, yeah. Um, worst candidates he could have possibly chosen, but the whole that's training fine. montage is hilarious. Oh, gosh, the whole thing. Um, and but of we course, get... eventually they end up getting their the stockings yeah. or the 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 pantyhose. Yeah, but also one of the best parts of the the, the intro to the Merry Men is you know Robin's trying to give them a speech, and Robin. Um, kind of turns into Winston Churchill and then um, a chew when he's like give me a second I got this he I think he's supposed to be more I think he's supposed to have like the Malcolm X effect I think so like that I think that's what they were going for which I kind of find really funny that they did the two Um, so they say all right this is you know we're gonna train now pretty interesting pretty funny training scene honestly Um, I like the juxtaposition between this training scene and, like, other training scenes and more serious things. Mm-hmm. How it's, like, you can see the sweat and the the tears, like, just fighting for it. And then this one's just like, yeah, we can do that. No and problem. And they knocked off their horses. Um, and then I think we have... 
I think it's, I want to say it's the bubble bath is next, but I could be wrong. Um, print, you know, sheriff goes in to tell Prince John what he's learned. Prince John is sitting in a freaking bubble bath. It's not even a real but bubble bath. People blowing in blowing copper metal, tubes. Yeah. Copper, copper pipes. Yeah. Just blowing into the bath, which I mean, Hey, why not? That'd be a pretty interesting way to have a bubble bath. I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, but after this whole bit, we get our first, we get the cameo, the very first cameo from Mel Brooks playing yeah. Friar Tuckman. You know, the, he meets the merry men and they have a party. Yeah. And I think that's when Marion and Broomhilda go to. Yes. Um, yeah. So like Marion. the middle of the night. So first, before that, we get the Godfather meeting, <laughs> which is between the sheriff and the, these three assassin people, whatever. Um, and it's supposed to be the Godfather moment. He has the same type of like, oh, you invited me here. On the day of your, your daughter's, daughter's wedding. wedding. Like, it's that bit, you know. Um, pretty pretty comical, I think. Um, they do a good job with it from the clip I've seen from The Godfather. Yeah. Never actually seen and it. They basically come to assassinate. an agreement that the prince is hiring them to assassinate Robin. Well, actually, it's more of the sheriff is, is oh, hiring yeah, the them. Sheriff, and then yeah. he tells the prince, like, hey, this is what I'm oh, doing. Oh, yeah, because is it the sheriff? No, the it's the prince is there, isn't he? The, no, the prince isn't there. It's the sheriff and then the main guy and the two right. side guys. Um, I don't know why I was thinking the prince no, but, is there. Um, but he does, because they agree, like, hey, we need to do something to take care of Robin. Right. This is what the sheriff decides to do. And then he tells the prince, I think. And the prince is like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, then Marion overhears this, decides, oh, crap, I have to go tell Robin. Right. She gets on her horse. Pretty funny. <laughs> I love that scene. Um so her and Broomhilda go and they find Robin where he's at in the forest. Um, and he's there with all his merry men. And she explains to him like, Hey, these guys are coming to kill you. They thought they could lure you in with a sillery archery contest. He's like, and of oh. course that gets his attention. He's like, okay. He's Robin and then the entire time that happens, I'm like, girl, you should have just shut up. You should have just not said anything. You knew what he was going to do. You knew well, he, he would have heard go. about the archery contest either way. And he wouldn't have known True, but I still, I still think it's just like, girl, you could have shut your mouth, but whatever. And of course, he goes to mm-hmm. the archery contest because he's Robin Hood. He needs to go. Yeah. Um. But in between the telling of the archery contest and the actual archery contest is the best song, two best songs in the whole movie. <laughs> One is uh, between Robin and Marion, which I was actually singing all day today because I could not get it out of my head. Fair enough. Um. Which is, I think it's originally by... Dean, no, I want to say it's Frank Sinatra or Dean something. Um, it's just the, is it the, the night is young and you're so, so beautiful. beautiful. Like, perfect song. Um, and then the best song in the entire film, which is, We're men. We're, we're men in tights. We roam around the forest looking for fights. Best song. Best dance number. So funny. So perfect. Um probably wouldn't be able to get away with that well that one might fly maybe it's a it's a stretch though um but with this one we are now brought into the disguising themselves as women yeah um which was in the original animated one it's in this one at the archery contest Mm -hmm. um and also gives us the best i think probably the best fourth wall break in the whole thing it's so funny which is you know he's he's beaten by the guy who's hired to um, who's hired to beat him essentially. Yeah. 
um, to go into the assassination. Robin, Robin shoots his arrow into the target, yeah. hits dead center of the bullseye, and then the other guy shoots his and, and splits, splits Robin's arrow in half. Yeah, and so, and Robin, so everybody's like celebrating. They're like, yeah, yeah, he won, he won. And then Robin, he just he takes stops a moment. and he's like, I lost. I'm not, I'm supposed, not supposed to lose. Where's the script? And, he and then he pulls, pulls it out. out. But it's not even like like a modern day script it's like actually it's got like the it's like the leather yeah, cover like, yeah the leather binding and, and he's just, just like, like bound together it. with just like string and he just and he's just oh, I, I get, get another, another shot. shot and then you you see prince john the, the sheriff. sheriff and then Broomhilda and marion and they're like he gets another shot and they pull out their, their scripts. scripts and they're like yes yes, yes he, he gets does, another, he does. He gets another shot takes another shot he wins um, Obviously. And then, of course, the sheriff is like, no, we're still going to arrest you. You're going to die. Yeah. Um, and then Marion, being Marion, is like, I'll tell you what. I will give you my entire body if you don't hurt him. And he's like... She's like, I'll marry you, sheriff, but don't kill Robin. And he's like, okay, sure, why not? And so he does. You know, he's like, yeah, why not? So they but go of to course. get... Mm-hmm, they go to get married. Um, and then, of course, the merry men save Robin... Because the sheriff was still going to kill him. Yeah, he was essentially like, oh, well, he I'm going to kill you either he way. He has the hanging right next to the wedding. Because he's like, if you say no, we'll hang Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's still like, oh, I'm, I'm going to marry her anyway. And so he runs. No, he doesn't even say I'm going to marry her. Oh, yeah, he's he just, just says, like, I'm, I'm going to take, take you. Her. And so he picks Marion up, throws her over his shoulder, and runs up to the tower. So then, of course, Robin's like, I have to go save her. And so he runs up after her. They have a sword fight, basically. Sword fight. Uh, Robin kills, or he he stabs the sheriff accidentally. Yeah, accidentally, mind you. The um, sheriff runs onto the sword. <laughs> but during this fight, um, the sheriff breaks the necklace that Robin is wearing, which is the key to the the chastity belt. Right? They don't know this yet, though, mind you. So it's the key. It's in this little like this little glass locket of sorts. Flies up and it shatters. And miraculously, the key floats down and lands perfectly Into in the, the keyhole. And you're like, okay, this is where I'm like, and she's All like, right. Robin, it's true, you're my true love. And I'm like, girl, no, no. Uh, you, Blinken could have been wearing that. You would have been like, you're my true I love. Mean, Blinken did ask if he could have it in the beginning. I'm like, ooh, that would have been an interesting He's story. Like your father left this to you. It's supposed to be a key to the greatest treasure in all the land. Can, Can I, I have it? it? I'm like, oh, sir, no. Um, and then so you know, he stabs. Prince John, or he stabs the, the sheriff. sheriff. And then Latrine comes in and is like, oh, I can save him. I can save you, but you have to marry me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fine. That's fine. I'll marry you. Just save me. And then he wants to take it back. Doesn't get to. Obviously. Um, and then, of course, uh, Robin and Marion decide we should get married. Like, we're going to do this. So they go down and they yell to the friar, who, for some reason, has, like, a little thing. And he has a little yeah. little tent there. And he's like, yeah, give me a second does his thing comes back and he's like y'all yeah, marry you but right before they're about to get married they he, any objections no okay then king richard shows up patrick annika's freaking favorite. stewart <gasps> that man annika's favorite man I one love of him. her favorite men i have several guys i have several she has favorite she has many favorite older hollywood gentlemen oh yes i will ne- they will never they will never change um so King Richard shows up, just like in the last one, he shows up at the last second, which is like, okay, you didn't do much, but <laughs> still love you. Um, and so he's there. The day is saved. Robin and Marion get married. Like, that's mm-hmm. essentially the plot of the movie is like, 
he saves the town. I basically told you guys the whole movie, yeah. so you don't need to watch it now. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think, obviously this one will always be my favorite, but I think I do love the plot more in the 2010 version. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from what I've read, it didn't do, it wasn't like the best. No, well, I, I told you about it. There's a list of mm-hmm. uh, 10, 10 Robin Hood depictions and it's like ranking them from like you know the top 10 and mm-hmm. um all three that we watched were on this list of course the animated version was a lot higher up on the list than the other um, two the other two that we watched were quite a bit lower mm-hmm. on the list of course it's just one person's opinion or maybe a couple of people's opinion yeah um obviously i'm going to put the russell crow one higher on their list yeah i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot and so with this one um this robin hood version is a lot more like realistic like it's a very gritty mm-hmm. has more and i think this one was ridley scott so it's very more very much more um like rounded in a yeah sense. i guess um and so this one is a origin story for robin so this one um robin is robin longstride Loxley is a whole nother character. Robin mm-hmm. Robert Loxley is um, an aide of sorts to the king to King Richard. Um, and at, at a certain point during the movie, Robin has to take on the role of, of Robert Long of Robert Loxley um, and becomes Robin Loxley. Um, and we do have all the same characters. You know, we have Marion, Robin, King Richard, who actually and a whole twist from the other two. He's dies. only in the first 20 minutes. He yeah. dies, um, which is the whole plot of the movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big piece of it. Yeah, and then there's Prince John, Little John, Will Scarlet, um, Godfrey, who's a new character, um, the Sheriff of Nottingham, who's really not even in it that much. Yeah, he's only maybe like two or three Yeah, times. and then Alan Adale, Friar Tuck, and Robert of Loxley. Um, and then, of course, there's William, or Walter Loxley, I think, who's... Um, Loxley's father, who's married Marion's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all play pretty decent roles in the film, I think. Um, and one thing that I pointed out to Jillian is that every, I think every version of Little John is a huge guy. Yeah, every like, time. like a tall guy. And and it's just so. I think that's the point, though. Yeah, it's it's just so funny when they do it. Um, I think. I love the band of Merry Men in this one more than I do in in Men in Tights. Just a little bit. I just like, I guess, more... I feel like they are more grounded in each other mm-hmm. than in Men in Tights. Well, I mean, yeah. It, you know, it, well, not even like the Merry Men, but specifically like Robin mm-hmm. and Will. I and... think, yeah, I think I definitely like this Robin and Marion oh. a lot. Oh, my goodness. More just like... Well, they have they have that that dynamic that I love, mm-hmm. where it's like he's kind of kind of like sarcastic in a certain mm-hmm. sense, like making like these little quips, and she's just like, I can't deal with yeah. you right now, like just um, stop. But then it's like, because like something that he says to her earlier, and like pretty soon after they meet, and he like he like makes some comment to her, and she mm-hmm. says something back, and then they they kind of say 
like a similar thing later on in the movie, but it's said with like more love mm-hmm. because they finally have fallen I, for I each know, other. I know. I'm trying to remember what part it is. I think it's the. I think it's where it's like, um, "Aren't you going to ask me?" or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's when she's like, "You have to sleep in my room because we have to." We're, we pretend we need, we need the staff to believe that, that you're my husband. That my husband, yeah. Um, and he's just like, if you ask me politely. And then later, when she's like, she tells him essentially like, don't you know? You need to make sure you come back. And, and he just like, goes, ask me politely. And then she kisses yeah. him, and it's really sweet. And yeah, it's they have um, they have a lot of like really sweet moments. And we like, po- and we, ta- we talked about this last night is that they have very much a. Um, who is it? Um, what are their names from How to Train Your Dragon? Uh, oh, Astrid and Hickok. No, 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 the parents. No, um, yeah, Valka and um, Stoic. Yeah, they have a very. I mean, she does. She the does voice. the voice of Valka, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um. But so like their whole dynamic. Um. I, they were like I hadn't seen that movie in quite a oh, while, yeah. so I'd forgotten like parts of it. Mm-hmm. But I do love it. I, yeah, I love it. One of my favorite things that I wrote down because I just I had to was just ding dong the king is dead, as he was dying I literally just ding dong the king is dead and that's all I kept thinking about. Good job. Um, but one of my favorite actors is in it, which is Mark Strong. He plays Godfrey. He he's like a point he, out. He, I love he's him. in a lot of stuff. He's in so many things that you don't realize he's in. You know, um, he's fantastic. Um, and it was funny because we were watching it and uh, the Will Scarlet character I don't remember the actor's name who plays him. But he's in the show, uh, The Orville. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and okay, yeah. so we were watching the movie, and it's just a very, very quick moment of a flash of him, right? But he has very bright red hair. It's a flash of him, and I go, I go, oh, oh, oh the redhead, the redhead. He's in, uh, he is in, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I know, I know which one you're talking about, The Orville? And I was like, yeah. No, no, because at first, at first she was like, yeah, yeah, the, the, the redhead. I was like, yeah, no, no, I know what he's in. She's like, well, what is, what is he in? Yeah, because I just, I, because she does that all the time. I, I, I'm like, yeah, the, the, per-, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, you need to tell me so I know, so I'm not freaking out anymore. Um, but either way, I was well, like, I love him. one brain cell, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh. So, like, the crown and the king dying is the biggest plot point in the whole movie. It's it's what drives the movie. It's what makes the, the story happen, essentially. Um, and we get, um, uh, where is it? Um, yeah. Because uh, I, because the biggest point of this movie, as, as opposed to everything else, is that the king dies, right? It's a big plot point, and it forces the point of John now coming in and being like, "I'm going to tax everybody. Mm-hmm. I deserve all the money. My brother right. did nothing, so I'm going to do it." And right? of course, taxes are should be a big point yeah. in any Robin Hood iteration. And actually, I think what I was reading is that like King Richard and Prince John were real people, mm-hmm. um, and well, that we're, we're related to the actual, like distantly related to the actual Prince John. Yeah, and. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. And Prince John, his wife in the movie, or his mistress wife, is the actual, like, his actual mistress wife. Like, it's, it's, a, she's actually a real person. Oh. The French woman. That, that, oh. she's actually a real person. Um, Her character is, is supposed yeah, to be a real person. Oh, exactly. Cool. Um, she's the actual Prince John's wife, you know. Um, and, uh, let's see. 
Um, yeah, because like in the in the first two movies, the taxes and everything have already started. Like they're already yeah. happening. And in this one, it was kind of like you. It was happening, but not a huge not lot. as heavy. Because once he becomes king, it's just like taxes, 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 constantly. I mean, you even see he even um, when Robin brings the the crown the back. crown back and he's like oh you deserve a reward and then he's like wait your well, father yeah because he because he's telling them i'm robert loxley right i'm here to you know give you this and he's yeah, just he's like, like oh, oh your father he owes me, the crown money he owes me money so i'm gonna keep, keep this, this ring that i was gonna give you yeah and i this was like be part of it and i was like all right you dick you don't just just <laughs> take it down a notch all right but it's Oscar Isaac, so I kind of I was kind of okay with it. It's funny because we were watching it, and I was like, in my head, I was like, he looks familiar, mm-hmm. but I don't know where. And then Annika was like, I'm gonna look this up, and so she was like, Yeah, it's Oscar Isaac, and I was like, Like yep, I thought he looked yep, familiar. That you know? makes sense. I thought he looked familiar. I thought he sounded familiar too. I just couldn't place him because he looks a lot different, mm-hmm. but also the same. Yeah, very curly hair. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very curly, curly hair. hair. Plus, he's uh, got like a beard and stuff going. Yeah, on. and Friar Tuck plays a big part in this one. Actually, mm-hmm. um, one of the best parts of it is that he's a beekeeper. Yes, which is just so funny. I that love it. They just were like, yeah, he's a beekeeper. Why not? And it comes into play. Yeah, it does. Um, and then of course, like I mentioned earlier, Alan and Dale in this one, he's serenading everybody throughout the entire movie. He has his uh, lyre, lyre, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's a lyre. I could be wrong. I think it's a lyre. And he's playing it throughout the entire movie. When they're in the pub and they're dancing, he's playing it and he's having a good time. Uh, oh, yeah. And speaking of my two, two of my favorite quotes from the entire movie is when they're in the pub and little John is oh, like yeah. being all flirty and he sees this woman across the bar and he just goes, I'm going to make you smile. And she just kind of like laughs. And then I think it's Friar Tuck is talking to him. He's just like, so why do they, uh, why do they call you little John? And he just looks at him and he just goes, I'm proportionate. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, little John, come on, man. Uh, it was too good, though. Um, and during this whole bit um, is when Robin and Marion have to put on this ruse, this mm-hmm. fake relationship, which is the best trope ever. Honestly, fake relationship. Or like the, the pretend pretend dating, mm-hmm. pretend marriage and tropes this, are some of the And best. this is really when the whole start of Robin Hood ap- actually happens. Mm-hmm. This is when he really... Because during this is when uh, he decides he gets Will, Alan, and John, and he's like, we need to go do something. And so I think it's when they find out that Godfrey is on his way to kill someone or steal something or whatnot, they ambush them on the side of the it's trail the, it's like the grain or the seed yeah or this something. yeah yeah that's what it is yeah so they're essentially the town is the city is going is like starving whatnot and there's all this seed that's going from the church to the vatican or whatever and they're like but we need that to survive and so robin's like leave it to me so they all get together and he has his little and it's one of these things and they have it actually in the first season of arrow it's a it's a hood but on this little cape thing that only goes down over his shoulders and yeah. it doesn't connect to anything, right? Yeah. Um, and he wears that throughout the entire movie, essentially. Um, and he's called, in this one, he's called Robin of the Hood. Mm-hmm. Not Robin Hood, but Robin of the Hood. Um, and so that's, like, the start of it is when he's like, we're taking this from you and we're giving it to the people. And so then they, they don't just take the seed, but then they plant the seed mm-hmm. in, like, the middle of the night or, like, yeah. very, very early in the morning. And that's when Marion kind of starts to switch. Like, you see it. You see her kind of start to Cause she's, feel she's for him. she's kind of antagonistic towards him in the very beginning. Well, I mean, she, she, she mentions, doesn't want him to be yeah. there. Well, she mentions later to him that she was married to her husband, Robert, 
I think for only like a week or a something week or before so, he, he left, left on for 10 crusade. Years. Yeah, for 10 years. So she essentially never knew her husband. Died. Yeah, and so now Robin comes in. I mean, in. She, she basically says that. She's like, you know, I barely knew him. Yeah, and then Robin comes in and she's like, oh, okay, this man who actually cares about my family and wants mm-hmm. to help, you know, um, which I love that part. Um, and it's funny because, like, at the beginning, they were dealing with the grain, too, um, in the um, in the little barn that they have. And then it comes into play later, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, and okay, I'm, I had to write this down because it was a, an interesting kind of, like, moment that I don't think they needed to put in. Um, they didn't need to put it in, but they did anyway, which is um, during the scene when they're kind of having this conversation and they're being kind of cute and flirty, they... Um, they're getting back onto their horses and he helps her onto her horse. You see earlier in the movie that she can get onto her horse just fine by mm-hmm, herself. Mm-hmm. But he helps her on and okay, I feel like this is this I feel like this is the um the, the hand yes, flex. Yes, it's the hand moment. flex moment where he she gets onto her horse and then he just he takes the little um the stirrup. The stirrup and he just slowly slides her foot into the stirrup and I was like, "Boy." And it, like it does like the close-up shot mm-hmm. of it. So it's not like a wide shot where you see it. It's like focused on and it's in the whole screen. Funnily enough, Matthew McFadden is in both of those movies. He's <laughs> in Pride and Prejudice and this movie. Yeah. Um, he's not really in it a whole lot, but I still love him, so it's fine. But yeah. But, um, so, the, like, that whole bit, I was like, I was like, she could have gotten on there by herself. She but, was totally just waiting for him to get help right. her. And it's, a, you know, it's one of those scenes where it's showing the progression yeah. of their And I'm curious, because I don't know if it ever tells us how long he's there. I feel like yeah. it has to be a few months at it's least. It's got to be a while, you know. For them to, like, develop that relationship. Mm-hmm. Plus, back then, traveling from place mm-hmm. to place took a while, so. Yeah. Um, um, and with, like, Robin being at the Loxleys, he realizes that Walter, I want to say it's William, but it might be, I think it's Walter. It is Walter. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, he, you find out that Walter knew of Robin's father Mm -hmm. who Robin and he mentions earlier he's like I don't know who I am I don't know where I come from right you know it's you know it's what he says and then he you realize that he's repressed these memories of his his father of his father being taken and killed um which understand is a very understandable yeah which is kind of in my opinion like Robin's like big origin story is like he sees like that happens and he wants to be a good man you know he wants to protect people um which he does um, and it, and it also leads into him having this big inspiring speech for all of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, when Prince John is trying to be Prince John, he's trying to be the king, but he's not, um, I'm still going to call him Prince John cause that's who he is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, he's trying to be the prince, he's trying to be the king and Robin comes in and everyone's like, yeah, Robin. And you can see it on John's face. He's just like, damn it. Yeah. But um, of course they all go into battle together. It, it took me a second to, to realize because I'd kind of zoned out I think, yeah. for a minute because I was playing my game. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a minute to realize that they were all fighting on the same side. Yeah, that, I know. Like, it took me that, too. Like John and Robin and all of them were all fighting on the same side. It yeah, took me a minute. Because I think the whole purpose of this whole plot point is that the, they think they like the French are supposed to be coming over to fight them, and but then it was going to be Robin and his men against John and their men against the French, and then mm-hmm. they decided to team up together. And the best part of the whole movie is when the the uh, French king, he's coming in on the ships right with everyone. Mm-hmm. He sees them all fighting each other, and he just go. I think he was just like, "This is not our battle. 
turn the ships around and he just he was like essentially like oh nope not happening and then leaves i was like sir it literally probably took you three weeks to travel here (laughs) i cannot believe you're doing another three weeks but okay and then of course eventually the fighting stops and everything well no because during because the big fight happens when walter dies so walter dies um he's stabbed by i want to say by godfrey probably um and this leads to like the big final like the big bat it's the big battle leading into the final battle Mm -hmm. which also leads gives us um their first kiss and their first i love you yes which is really sweet very really really sweet. sweet um and then we get the final battle where it's on the beachfront, which I love beach fight scenes. They're beach, the best. Beach fights are pretty cool. So I want to be in one. Right? So it's the beach fight scene and... A, dan- a, wa- a dance battle in the water that leads to a fight on the sand. Or, fight, or the other way around. Or yeah, a fight on the beach that leads to a dance battle. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, Someone make it happen, please. Yeah. So during this, um, the big fight between, you know, actually, essentially, because it's supposed to be them against the French, and then they end up fighting each other. Yeah. Um... And Marion shows up on horseback in full armor, and he's just kind of like, At first right. he's like, what? And then he's like, all right, okay. go, take, go take these guys and go that way. Yeah, and so then, you know, they're fighting, and then she gets knocked off her horse by, I think, by Godfrey as well. Um, he's just a whole asshole in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... That's the point. And my favorite... One of my favorite tropes that I had read that they put in there is... Um, the big no moment where the music kind of yeah. dies down and ro- it kind of swells and dies at the same time and Robin is there and it kind of focuses on him just going no and then he runs for her and he like mm-hmm. leaps off his horse and like tackles Godfrey saves mm-hmm. her but she's kind of drowning underwater a little bit and then he brings her up and I pointed this out and I hated it <laughs> she hated it after, okay and I think everybody agrees that like after COVID watching stuff from before COVID is really hard because you're like oh when certain germs, things happen you know? yeah and so there's a moment when he's gotten like bashed on the head so he has a cut and it's bleeding and he's in the water so it's running down his face and he's kissing her and her his blood is just like on her face it's like, I was like under her face a couple of times again because like I can't I was like Hoo, uh, she was like COVID Hoo. yeah and, and then she's like, like wait I mean like uh, like influenza, <laughs> or I don't know the, what the you said. The plague. Yeah, you said you were like the plague, you guys. The plague. <laughs> I just I couldn't deal with it. It's really funny, um, but so and of course Robin kills Godfrey. Yeah, arrow to the neck. Because in the beginning of Insane. the movie, when he first attacks Godfrey, it's an arrow. He fires an arrow and it nicks him on the side of the cheek. Right, so he has like this right. Scar. It's like right on the corner of his mouth, and yeah. then it goes up a few inches. And then it you know bookends with him firing another arrow. And it gets him right through the neck, which was perfect very, ending. Very much. Um, and I think the best part about the whole fight scene is that we have the we're done the feisty young orphan boys fighting alongside yeah. Marion. Yeah. Um, that are introduced in the beginning of the movie as kind of these scoundrels who live they, in the woods. Well, they mention that they're all of the children whose parents who whose fathers died in the war mm-hmm. or the crusade. Um, and and here so a big or a big moment in the last like 45 minutes of the movie is that prince john agrees to all the terms that they've set like they're like we want this we want this we want this he's like i swear on my mother's grave or i swear Mm -hmm. on my mother's life i'll i'll agree to this then after the after the battle um it's i it's probably a couple months later at least or at least a week later or something after the battle happens he's up there standing on his little pedestal whatever and he, he realizes what's going to happen. He knows that if he signs this, he's not going to have power, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's essentially like, 
I'm not agreeing to this anymore. You can't make me. You're trying me to take the power that was given to me by God. God. Which, okay, and here's the thing. So, I learned about this in, in high school um, when we were doing history. You know, there's the, the divine right versus, you know, natural born man, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in those days, if you claimed divine right, nobody could contest you mm-hmm. at all. It was like, oh, God gave me this power. You can't take it away from me now. Nothing you can do. Which drives me nuts and it's like like, honestly like there's really like there's no way to contest that yeah exactly it's like there's no way to like prove it or not prove it exactly you know so So he was one of those he was like like, it was that one moment where he finally had the upper hand he was like you can't do anything now because we see because you see it in the at the end of the battle when like everybody's like stopped fighting and and oh yeah yeah because it's they're like everybody kind of like was almost like worshiping Robin. Oh yeah, because he because it's, um, it's John talking to I want to say William Marshall is his name, um, and he's like his advisor sort of, and mm-hmm. they're talking and he's just like, I think he says something along the lines of like, um, they're bowing down or they're giving their all or whatever, and John is just like, but to who? And he just goes to Robin, and he turns and they're all just long stride long stride and they're just like cheering him as he's like carrying marion out of the water mm. um, and then you can see on john's face that he's lost that he's doesn't have the upper hand anymore and so this is his moment of saying ha i've and, got the upper hand now you and can't of course do anything. he declares robin an outlaw. outlaw yeah and then it cuts to the sheriff going into the town putting up his poster saying you know hear ye hear ye Robin of the Hood, Robin Longstride, Robin Any, Anyone associated with him or harboring him is now an outlaw. And then puts it up and he goes, nail. Can I get a nail? And, and then, then an arrow. Zoom. The classic. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, ah. And then it cuts to Robin and his merry men in the forest living with the orphan boys and Marion yeah. and having this life now. You know, they're living as outlaws, which I love. Love that. I love that ending. it starts out with Robin as this archer in the crusade mm-hmm. and living, you know, giving himself to the king. You know, he's giving his all to this crusade and it ends with him still giving his all, but now... To a different crusade. <laughs> yeah, to a different crusade. The crusade of, you know, fighting injustice. And fighting against the crown instead of for the crown. Exactly, which is really... It's a big change for him, I think, you know, mm-hmm. not being... But, you know, he's willing to do it because now he has Marion, mm-hmm. who he didn't expect, and she definitely didn't expect him. Yeah. And he's got his merry men. Yeah. I think, um, with all three, I think plot-wise, I love this version. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Absolutely. I definitely think i'm gonna try to watch it more often yeah it's just because it's, it's so good i here's the thing if you know me and annika you know this about us we enjoy most movies. nearly every movie that we watch there's obviously very there's, rarely. there's exceptions of course there's like a small handful of movies that we don't enjoy that we'll never watch again yeah um but for the not for the them. most part we enjoy pretty much everything yeah and this is another one that I love this movie. Yeah. Even if the majority of people are like, oh, I didn't like this about it or this about it or this yeah. about it. I'm like, I don't care. I loved it. Yeah. And I think here's the thing. And I think um, a lot of the stuff I've read, specifically about like this one and then the Taron Edgerton version and then King Arthur Legend of the Sword, those three have gotten a lot of flack for the kind of modernized take that mm-hmm. they've taken on things with like the music or the setting or whatever. This one didn't have as much of it, but it was also done by Ridley Scott. Where mm-hmm. And people have a problem with Ridley Scott. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Um, but, like, 
people didn't like King Arthur Legend of the Sword. I loved I love it. it. It's so good. I Same thing it. with Dracula Untold, I think. People didn't like Dracula Great Untold, movie. which is fantastic. So good. So good. So it's just like, there are some movies where I'm like, come on, guys. Like, it's it, the story is fantastic. The plot, like, everything is great. There are some Of course, moments... that's just our opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have their own opinion. Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of why I rarely will look at movie reviews because I know myself, I know I'm going to enjoy a movie for the most I, part. I typically know I'm going to enjoy something. Even if I don't end up loving it, I usually will find something that I enjoy about it. I think um, for me, because I, I do look at movie movie reviews, but what normally happens is I, if I watch a trailer and I think it looks good, I'm going to be like, okay. But then if my thing is if I don't, hear it being talked about during it's like coming out like when it comes out it makes me weary because i'm like well maybe it didn't do as well as mm-hmm. i thought it was going to do and like then opening I, weekend yeah or and then i'm like and then in my head i guess i'm like is it really going to be as good as i thought it was going to be or is it going to be kind of iffy because right. like it's like with um with no glass, i, I like, get that like when glass onion came out it was talked about for weeks afterwards mm-hmm. so i knew it was good right or it could have been bad, but it I knew was it was great. good. Um, same thing with a lot of movies, you know, where you're like, you don't know how also, it's going to go. Also, sometimes, sometimes movies aren't marketed well, so mm. then they're not talked about. Yeah. But um, I also think it's just, like, my anxiety. I'm like, no, I don't... that's fair. My, it's like, I don't want to waste my time on a movie if mm. I don't know if I'm going to like or it, Or, like, know? with me, since I get I get um, free passes at my for my job to watch mm. movies, if I... I don't want to because I only get nine a month so I don't want to waste my tickets on something that doesn't have isn't talked about mm-hmm. or is doing poorly at the box office I don't want to waste my ticket on it exactly. so I'll just wait for it to like go to box off go to box office go to red box or go on streaming or something mm-hmm. like that so um, it's just one of those things but obviously know? this is this was I don't know if what the theatrical release was for what was like for the Russell Crowe let Robin me Hood. hold on actually I've looked at um, it a few times let me look because um, it was what you said was what 2010 20, 2010 yeah so I was mm. young so I probably wouldn't have seen it in theaters at that point let's see um, okay so at the the so the budget for the movie was 135 million at the box office they did 321.7 million so they did pretty good um, but I think this was the one that people didn't like. okay so it has a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes so that's Is where that which which one the, like audience um, or... I'm looking um uh tomato meters the 43 audience is 58 so okay. audience is a little bit higher um but I also tend to like movies that people don't like yeah no for very real. big like I was I, like I was talking to one of my coworkers earlier about a movie that we, we just saw the movie missing oh, I love um, it. and I loved it and my coworker was like hey, it was okay I you know, I I liked it. I didn't love it. And I'm like, I loved it. We were literally care. freaking out the entire time. Maybe we'll talk about that later at some, some point. point. But, Who like, knows? I th- I definitely think this is one of my favorite movies, honestly. I I mean, maybe it's just because I love the, 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 the tale. Yeah, the, the tale or the historical stuff. I don't know. I just love it. I, I love definitely it. did. I definitely um, And like I said, it's been a while since I've watched it, so... I didn't remember. Yeah, but a I, lot of, of it, course, but... I'll, I'll always love Men in Tights for being the satirical movie and, that and it is. And just because it's something that like we Grew watched up watching. when we were younger, so yeah. it's got that um, history. I'm not as big of a fan of the animated one just because it didn't really capture my attention very much. Right. There wasn't a whole lot to drag me in and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, look at this." It was fun, of course. It was fun. Yeah. 
Um, but it just but, didn't have a whole lot to it for me, I guess. Yeah. So maybe we'll do another one of these. We'll watch maybe some more Robin Hood yeah. later and do another one talking about those ones. Yeah, and we have plans for a few other different uh, tales yeah. that we want to talk about. Um, if you have any suggestions or ideas, definitely let definitely, us know. Yeah, definitely let us know. Because we would love to hear from you about yeah, it. I definitely think out of the three... It, it's definitely this the one. Russell Crowe and then the Men in Tights, Tights and, and then, then the animated. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, yeah. What was your... I would say... I would ask what was your favorite part, but I feel like it's going to be hard to choose. No. Okay. So, I think... Because I, I don't have a favorite part in the animated one because it was just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Men in Tights, my favorite part... Oh, I think my favorite part will always be just the... Um, Oh, I want. I want to say my favorite part will just always be the Men in Tights dance number. Mm-hmm. Just love it. And then this one, I think my favorite part isn't necessarily a scene, but it's the relationship growth between Robin and Marion. No, absolutely. I think I mentioned. I think I talked about mentioned that last night. Mm-hmm. Was it last night we watched it? I think it? so. Yeah. Or the other night. It was Sunday. It was yeah. Um, that I loved their their relationship growth throughout the movie. It's just. It felt very it's natural. very it's very enemies to friends to lovers mm-hmm. very much so um I really liked that um and probably the just like all their little scenes mm-hmm. like I'm a sucker for anything romantic yeah so any romantic bits is usually gonna be my favorite part of any mm-hmm. movie just because I'm a sucker for that stuff yeah um men in tights I don't know probably. Probably the the big fight at the castle. Yeah. Oh no way! I'm changing my mind. It would be the archery contest and men in tights. That is a good one. That's that's a good one. Favorites too. Um. But yeah. So like I think, like they all have their own. I think I think in the animated one, probably the whole jailbreak scene is probably the the best scene. Yeah. Um. But I think they all have their own bits that make them quirky and make them fun. And it's it's nice that the you know there's bits that kind of carry over carry through each iteration, Mm -hmm. of course, and of course there's things that make them different, obviously. Um, so if you guys have seen any of these ones, let us know what your favorite part is. Um, if you haven't seen them, watch them if you want. Um, and then let us know what you thought. Um, if you didn't think we spoiled anything for you, which we definitely did Mm -hmm. because spoilers ahead. Yeah. Always. Um, so yeah, so come on, let us know what you guys thought about these movies. If you've seen them, if you haven't seen them, still come. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I'm at Mama Lisi, capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram at TTFabPodcast. So come on and let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear from you.